Ladies and gentlemen, I am in Turkey, in Antalya, at the annual conference of the IAEE, International Association for Energy Economics. I'm Jean-Michel Lachan, of course, director of Front School. I am with the former president of IAEE and an actual president of energy economics in Italy, Carlo Andrea, and I would like to ask him a few questions. And when we think about renewable in Europe, we think Germany, Spain, Denmark, we, we barely think Italy. It's a mistake. That's one of the biggest renewable base we have in Europe and, and also the country of one of the biggest companies, Green Power. Carlo Andrea, could you give me, give us, the audience, a view of importance of renewable in Italy. Okay, Italy was uh, uh, promoting renewable energy uh, at the end uh, of the 1980s after the referendum against uh, nuclear. We decided to go for renewables and Enel, at that time the Italian former monopolist, was obliged to purchase some renewable energy from private ah, entrepreneurs. Like, like in the US, subsidized, portfolio obligation. Exactly, portfolio mm -hmm. obligation. So that's how we started renewable. Yeah. Then, after the liberalization, according to the European directives in the 90s, we started the new renewable energy policy in the year 2000, essentially, with the green certificate and the feed-in tariff for photovoltaic in 2005. So you started before the, the famous 2020-2020 policy in 2007? Absolutely, absolutely okay. before, with small quantities. Yeah. Uh, why? Because the renewable energy were a good way to uh, face the increase in demand given the shortage of generation capacity, okay. but at a convenient way for the acceptability of the Italian public, which was environmental conscious and so didn't want to build the new uh, generation plants fossil based but they wanted they were accepting uh, renewable energy but then the boom happened after 2005 ah yeah we had photovoltaic and, what's the and wind of the, boom? the boom was the uh, certain mechanism of the feed-in tariff okay. which was giving essentially a amount a fixed amount of money for the next 20 years for photovoltaic, 8 years for wind, 12 years for the biomasses. So for a long period yeah, of time, yeah, yeah. was giving a fixed uh, amount of money per every kilowatt hour produced, okay. which was the success to go to a bank and get okay. the, uh, the financing yeah, for yeah. the investment. So okay. a lot of private entrepreneurs mm. enjoyed this mechanism yeah, and yeah. the country has benefited with uh, now a proportion of renewable energy, which we know in the electric market, in certain hours, reaches 30%. Okay, but when you say benefited, was it efficient or was it uh, a bit uh, too much? Now, uh, it's difficult to say. Of course, the incentive was generous. Mm -hmm. So, the, if you judge it from the rate of return, now after the crisis, the rate of return of an investment in a small photovoltaic roof on your yeah. home mm -hmm. is much better than a treasury bill of the Italian government. Uh, but that's the price to the pay. Boom. That's the price to pay in order to to give, I think, the right signal to the population, which was at that time suspicious for something uh, new. They didn't know. Uh, they didn't believe 
that the government was going to yes. be committed for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Now the government so has minted the reputation because everyone now knows that for 20 years we'll get the money. Okay. You as an economist, you still think today that it was uh, correct doing this uh, years ago, 10 years ago roughly? <coughs> now, there is, a, a, there is a, a first advantage mover that we could uh, exploit. Now, let me tell you just in terms Please of do. industry, because yes. you mentioned industry, NL Green Power is an anomaly in some sense because it's a portion of a former fossil fuel generator yeah, yeah. which has decided to build equipment for photovoltaic mm -hmm. and to install it and generate renewable energy against the interest of the rest yeah, of the corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very innovative way of thinking. Second uh, thing that you should know, in this moment in Europe there is only one manufacturer of photovoltaic modules. Is an Italian who has. I didn't know. Uh, nobody I knows. Is know. an Italian who has a, a, a plant in Maastricht, another one in France, the headquarters in Avellino, and silicium generation plant in Merano. So is and now is making deals even with the Chinese really? all over the world, because he's the only one left who survived after the crisis of the German and the Northern European industry. Yeah. So this is a lesson for the future. It is, it is. It, uh, our incentive was actually sparkling an entrepreneurial activity which is ah, still going okay. on for the future. So what you see, Europe this based morning, yeah. and, and unfortunately now we have to conclude because it's only a podcast, it's not a webinar. So what, what us Europeans outside Italy should remember for, for Europe? <laughs> for the experience done in Italy? What are the good points we okay, should have in mind? Okay, let's have good points and bad points. Eh? Now, the bad points are the excessive bureaucracy that has surrounded the process of giving the incentives. Permits, uh, local authorizations, ah, okay. uh, red tape, which was slowing down the process. Yeah. Uh, again, another bad quote-unquote problem was the too generous incentive at the beginning. They were scaled down later at, um, at together with the learning curve at the market price. The good point is that now we have essentially a share of renewable in a country which has a natural um, comparative advantage because we have a lot of sunshine yeah. and having a solar plant where we have 12, 1400 hours of insulation is much better than northern Germany where the same cost of investment yields only 800 hours of insulation. That's absolutely a problem that we should face with the, at the European level. Thank you very much, Carlo Andrea. Thank you. I really, I, I did enjoy the podcast and, and I, I did learn many things. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you did hear from Carlo Andrea, former chairman of the International Association for Energy Economics, 4,500 members, that's a lot, huh? and um, actually uh, presently uh, at the head of the Italian chapter of Energy Economics. And now, to be frank, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to stop the podcast to eat the dessert. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you. Carlo Andrea. Thank you. Thank, Thank you to you. you. Thank you.